0: Is that it? Are we live just like that? Damn, you were really ready to go. <laughs> I was ready. You were like one click away. Yeah. That's impressive, man. I got a new volume knob as well. So. Hey, man. I uh, I love the fact that you're really embracing things. Yeah. Uh, however long we've been doing this now, you finally get a volume knob. Great. I know.
1: It's been good. Now's the time. Yeah. And It's just all about refinement, you know what I
0: mean? it is little I, by little man i love the process of refinement once you like find something that you're enjoying or, or liking or progressing at and then just small tweaks yeah same Im- improvements not major ones not like when something breaks completely yeah and you're like ah no no just fine yes micro improvements yeah and you're like, you know what i like that a little better Mm -hmm. Than the the way it was before
1: But it's only because the formula has to be like good Mm. The foundation Key
0: Yeah Key foundation You need a solid foundation to build a house Yeah Otherwise, you're constantly worried and wondering when it's going to fall over Exactly, yeah Gotta get that piece in first Yeah Welcome to everybody joining us here today I don't know when the last time we were here, but it feels like a while. Is that because it's a Monday? It's a Monday. Is today a yeah. Monday? We
1: decide to avoid April Fool's Day. Oh, thank God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you get any enjoyment out of April Fool's? I. It feels like the internet might have ruined April Fool's. It's too much. It, that's it what I mean. Too much. Like, I remember when I was just a, you know, a small child mm-hmm. and... I would uh, go to school and I would actually be fooled by something. Yeah, and you'd be like, oh, and they'd be like April Fools, and you'd be like, I didn't even remember it was it. Now you got the companies and things with the April Fools a day before April Fools because they <laughs> want to get away with it. Yeah, that's cheating. Can't and then do that. I got somebody like, I got people they send me. Some of these stories because they know I talk about the news over here, and they send me these stories, and then I have to respond to them. No, that one's April Fools too. Oh, right. And then yeah. they have to respond like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's a let somebody really thinks they got something. But anyway, I don't know. I'm not hating. Do whatever you got to do. But it's mega corporate these days, isn't it? Yeah. April Fools. Mega corporate. Big budget. Big budget. April Fools. <laughs> yeah. Just not the same. Speaking of big budgets. This is what we had to jump on here for today. This is breaking news. Elon Musk has bought a significant portion of Twitter. Hey, by the way, Will, can you turn my headphones up a little bit? Oh, yeah, sure. I don't know if they turned down or not or if I'm just like losing my hearing or having a stroke or whatever. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Is that better? Uh, Yeah, that's a little bit better. Thank you. Yeah, so I saw this news breaking this morning, a couple of different articles, handful of articles. I'm here tracking the articles. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a big story, big, big story. Uh, it's actually been going on for a little while. So a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago, he goes on Twitter and does this poll relating to free speech. He says, free speech is essential to a functioning democracy. Do you believe Twitter rigorously adheres to this principle? And he puts a poll. This poll gets 2 million votes. Uh, and the results are that over 70% of people say no. We do not believe that uh, Twitter rigor- rigorously adheres to this principle. In other words, kind of agreeing with him, it felt like a leading thing where you could fa- mm-hmm. kind of feel his uh, answer in mm-hmm. the question. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he's also kind of talked in that way in the past. Freedom. You know, words like freedom, Will. You ever heard those words before? Gotta love it. Texas. You ever heard the word Texas before? Yes. Exactly. And uh, so anyway, then he replies to this poll and he says, the consequences of this poll will be important. Please vote carefully. Ooh, And that was at 426 a.m. Although I guess it was a little, it wasn't quite so late slash early in the morning in Texas considering time zones and such. Well, you know how those work. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says it's going to be important. So then some people go, uh, thought, oh, he's going to uh, make his own social media. That was the rumor. That like, mm. maybe Elon will just do like truth social too, <laughs> which was Trump's social media. Yeah. And Elon's like, no, uh, here's a faster way. What if I just buy a major stake in Twitter? And have some sort of input into how Twitter operates. And that's what happened here today. That's the news today. Twitter shares surged 26% in pre-market trading after the regulator filing released Monday. uh, Detailing Musk buying the holding, Bloomberg reported the stake is worth about $2.89 billion based on Friday's market close. So that is about... 10% just under 10% of the company Mm -hmm. now I know to some people they would say hey 10% not that big of a deal but actually that makes him a significantly bigger shareholder than Jack Dorsey the founder of the company who owns like a couple percent of the company at this point Uh so it's very major for an individual to control that much of Twitter I shouldn't say control own I suppose Uh, that big of a a share, a 9.2% stake. So that'll give him some kind of voice, presumably, when it comes to decision-making around uh, uh, developments. Free speech. Well, we don't know to what extent he'll be a part of how they craft their policies or if he wants to even go back and say, well, now that I'm a 10% holder, I want Trump back. Mm. No, I'm not saying he's going to say that. Salacious. No, I just saw people's... You know, on the conservative side, like I saw some people from that Twitter sphere being like, great, now Trump's coming back. Right. Or something like along those lines. Well, his
1: idea is free speech for everyone. And let the, uh, you know, social <laughs> decide. <laughs> the social yeah, landscape. Yeah, he, he's
0: all Texas. Yeah. He's all Texas all day. Um, and he thinks it's really important. And it, I think another interesting piece to add here is that Elon has kind of committed to Twitter as his de facto platform for mm-hmm. discussing things. And, like, I was uh, driving my kid to school today, and he was like, he's like, why would Elon want to do that? Right? Why would he want to, uh, you know, $3 bucks on Twitter? And I was like, well, there's a couple reasons. There's obviously his impression, like, what he has said about free speech, But there's also the fact that the platform has become so important for him and his businesses, Mm -hmm. right? That's how he gets news out. Now, I I mean, I realize he could start a website, but no one – that's not how people work. For him, he's one of the biggest influencers on the platform. I mean, you can see some of these tweets with a quarter of a million likes and retweets and everything else, 80 million followers. He's one of the most significant players on the platform. And this is also kind of a way of him protecting his outlet protecting his broad his broadcast medium of choice this is a guy who quit facebook products a long time ago right left instagram a long time ago went on rogan's podcast he wasn't with what Mm -hmm. was going on on instagram so there's like a personal side of it as well where he stands to personally gain as one of the prominent players on this platform that he is now uh, a part of the, the the journey going forward and the, some of the decision-making internally. So I think there's a couple of different upsides for him. Some personal, some uh, that he would probably perceive as like global and so forth. But just try to imagine Elon Musk's uh, personality, his businesses, try to imagine his uh, prominence in the absence of Twitter. Like, how do we talk about him every day or, or whenever we do? It's like it starts as tweets almost mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. Like, what other way could you perceive him? Obviously, there are other ways, but what other way would you perceive him having this public persona? If it, You kind of have to pick one. Mm-hmm. Like, like for Kanye, he quit Twitter and then it became Instagram, although he was deleting things half the time. But it be, just became Instagram where you could find him. Mm-hmm. This is where people are at this point. You want to reach people. You got to go and pick one of these places. Mm -hmm. And for him, it's the beautiful thing about him choosing Twitter is that even if you don't use Twitter, you still, the news still gets sourced from what he says on Twitter. And then whatever article you choose to read or whatever website you read or whatever videos you watch or whatever uh, YouTube shows like this one, Mm -hmm. uh, it's like the easiest, fastest way for him to exert his influence, or to talk to people, or even to poll people. Imagine just running a 2 million person poll. Where does he do that? Yeah. So I think that he's got a number of uh, incentives here. Plus, maybe he wants to make money. Maybe he thinks Twitter could be more effective at making money. And if you own 10% of the company and the company does better, well, then you do better for that as well. Right? Yeah. So... Uh, it's hard. We're, we're, you know, we obviously don't know the whole story. We don't know the major incentive because here's another here's another point. The guy's got many many billions of dollars, and uh, maybe maybe uh, there's only so many things you can do with it. He's like, give me some Twitter, real quick. I'll use this at a later date. I'll uh, exert some influence here on a later date. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see
1: what the so you like this. So you like this. This imposes. is a great thing.
0: This is a great thing for the universe. Go ahead, Will. Um, yeah, I, I support <laughs> what he does here.
1: Um, I think he is a good <laughs> spokesperson for Twitter. Huh. Um, and a good character well, on Twitter. And this- there's a lot of memes, and he lives on the internet, and uh, it's really fun to watch him kind of
0: evolve. And this is an important thing that you just reminded me. If you like Twitter, then you need people to be on Twitter because ultimately Twitter's ability to make money, which they haven't really been all that efficient at Mm -hmm. historically, their ability to make money and continue to run the thing uh, relies on having a thriving user base. And if you think about it, any of these thriving social medias require personalities that keep you coming back. Mm-hmm. They require uh, humor and entertainment and drama and all these other things. And most importantly, they require, like, influencers. I know it's, people hate that word, whatever you want to call it, personalities. And this is also one of
1: the social media platforms where you can talk to them.
0: You can just tweet at them. Yeah. So or if, DM I mean, I'm not I'm not going to guarantee you're going to get a reply. <laughs> exactly. But, but you, like, absolutely, you, you absolutely can. You're right. It is one of those things. So I know people get upset with it. They're like, well... Uh, Screw off. I don't like this person or I don't agree with this person. I'm not saying Elon Musk, I'm saying anyone for that matter. But ultimately, if these personalities are the reason that people are staying on the platform and they're able to turn these things into businesses and they're able to sell ads because of the existence of these prominent figures, then you, you know, you kind of, if you want the platform to continue to exist, then it, it is somewhat reliant on those. Mm-hmm. on some personalities. I don't know. Could they be replaced with other personalities? Possibly. But the evidence seems to suggest that uh, uh, his following is significant and will continue to be significant.
1: Yeah. Congrats on the big purchase, I guess. <laughs> three, just
0: a quick three Billy. Yeah. Just a quick, uh, let me grab a little bit of that Twitter. I was actually surprised to find out that there was no bigger shareholder than that, that that made him the biggest single shareholder at nine point two. roughly, yeah, just under 10%. I also didn't know that Dorsey was only, you know, two and a half percent or whatever it is. I know he's not as involved in the company as he used to be. But, yeah, 10% of a big company is a is a big, that's a big number. You know, yeah, what, I mean? you know it's what I'm not saying? not nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, he's got other stuff going on, too. I don't know how day-to-day he could really be with Twitter. He's got other stuff going on. Yeah. Speaking of other things going on, this just blindsided me, this uh, Reddit thing. Uh, our place is the uh, URL. And this is a thing that's been going on since 2017. First of all, I know, okay, you and I briefly talked about it before I put on the show because I was like, man, I got to read, but I don't, I don't know anything about this. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to disclaimer this right now that, like, stuff will be butchered here in this segment as far as the explanation of what's actually going on here. Plus, it's not even really a thing that you can properly describe since it's so chaotic and so user-generated and so um, so internet this situation it is yes but anyway i'm gonna just briefly describe what's going on because it's been some of the hottest posts on the entire internet over the last like 72 hours you're having uh this like massive community this massive number of inputs essentially what you what you have here is millions of reddit users who are collectively generating a massive collaborative piece of artwork and it has become a viral phenomenon. Now everybody's jumping into it. You have uh, across all types of social media, once again, uh, pre- predominantly like Twitch streamers and things like this. And they're able to like get their community, uh, uh, rally their community around a particular agenda within this giant giant artwork. Now click click on the uh, the banner, I suppose you would call it, like the main image there. So that shows you the whole thing. If you log in at the bottom, that gives you the ability to place a tile. Will, I said a tile. Okay. That's like a tiny little, think of it as like a pixel. So in order to be able to make anything that you could discern as an as actual information, you need communities. You need uh, coordination of groups because right. you, you only get to place one tile as one user.
1: And this is massive
0: oh my god this thing is it's it's absolutely out of control like you have to zoom in to see the amount of detail like look at the single tile names that are over there in different sections like up there you see so So, yeah you you have to you have to coordinate with groups and say hey here's what we're going to do and then you have to also defend because other users would come in and say we're going to go smash this one region or we're going to have a uh, like, uh, we're going to deface the this particular flag that's on right. there or whatever, or we just want to occupy this real estate or whatever. And what you've had happen, by the way, so this started in 2017. And then, but weirdly enough, it was started by the same guy who made Wordle and sold it to the New York Times. He used oh, to work okay. at Reddit. Shout out. Weird, interesting origin. And I think it started on April Fool's Day. But then it recently picked up steam this year around the same time. As you, can, as you can tell, all these incredibly hot posts. And then a bunch of influencers and streamers came on board and were able to promote it even further. And now you have all types of little wars going on. Now, some of the time lapses do a, an even better job of showcasing how this whole thing has been operating. There's a time lapse right there. You can see 24 hours and the change that has taken place over a 24-hour period as different groups enhance their individual artwork. Whoa. Or as different groups overtake different sections and overwrite other artworks of yes. other individuals. You see the um, Wall Street Bets crowd has GameStop in there. I think there's an AMC logo. Uh, obviously, you have flags from different parts of the world which continue to get enhanced over time. You have ads for other subreddits. There's like a Star Wars poster in there. And, but this is the key. The key is that you have to defend your territory. That your own individual group and uh, community can be overrun if you're targeted. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have to get everybody back on board to uh, place their individual tiles in order to maintain whatever it is that you have built up. Like the American flag was under attack for a long period of time over there, as you saw. Like it came and went and so on and so forth.
1: So it's like a coordinated effort by many individuals.
0: Yeah, somebody in the chat there, shout out to Mal, says most of these are done by bots. The only communities that can really pull off coordination like this are streamers, in my opinion. Well, that's it's totally a co- uh, question of scale. You're going to have to have a really big community. But, you know, what's interesting, and this is a really cool article, if you're interested in this, then you should definitely go read it. It's on the uh, Washington Post, and it's written by—sorry, I just want to get the author's name right because it really informed me—Taylor uh, Lorenz. And— Uh, It sort of is a showcase of how the internet and social media works, how that you kind of have to, in a way, agree with certain groups in order to get anything done or in order to make an impact. Like, you kind of have to align yourself. Like, these are all, like, mini little alliances. And otherwise, you'll just be a little speck in the corner. Like, otherwise, you literally are a single tile, In the absence of community and influence and like sort of latching on to movements and things. Now, this is obviously a very chaotic version of it. But imagine this is like discourse, Will, and Mm. people on the internet arguing over all the things that people argue over. But they can do it in the form of tiles here. Mm. So I'm just saying like as a representation for sort of uh, how chaotic and organized the internet can be at times.
1: Yeah. Yeah quite beautiful the way that i see it like it's always changing it's always evolving and it's based on pure internet culture
0: i guess and it's weird you know what else is weird is how you as you zoom in and out the it changes so much your perception of it this artwork Mm. right? As you zoom in, you see all these micro details and, and, uh, you're able to make sense of different sections. As you zoom out, you just see all types of human input, all types of seemingly random human input. I know people really like the flags and things that end up in there. And there's, th- those are some of the only things you can discern from distance. You can see that like German stripe. And there's a couple of Mexican flags that people were really into. But anyway, it's all very interesting. Uh, as mentioned, there's far more detail in the article if you care to find out about what's going on. Or if you want to participate, you can just go over to the actual uh, 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 Reddit link and you can actually place your own tile. Well, cool. It's all it's all the rage right now. All right. right. That's all I'm trying to say to you here. Is it NFT though? Uh, actually, some of the early artwork that was proliferating on there was anti-NFT stuff. Oh, okay. So. Um, right on. They're not super into the NFTs from what I can tell. Looking forward to it. Uh, Oh, a little bit more on the iPhone subscription thing that we talked about a couple of days ago. There was this rumor that uh, that Apple could open up this alternative way to procure an iPhone or I guess to I don't know if you ever own it, but it's a subscription. So I guess you don't. And this would be a way of making sure that you always have the latest iPhone in your pocket without the need to constantly buy and sell them and replace Mm -hmm. them and upgrade in that fashion. So this subscription rumor started, and then the other piece to it was, okay, well, if your phone is a subscription, then could you possibly bundle the phone itself and all of Apple's other peripheral subscription services into like one monthly fee where you just get everything? You are just Mr. Ecosystem, and uh, you don't have to pay this large upfront sum of money to be Mm -hmm. the super fan. And so people got... Uh, curious obviously about what kind of price you would pay for something like this to constantly have the latest iPhone the way this would work you pay this monthly fee and then when the new phone comes out it's just immediately swapped out as part of your subscription service you get the brand new one so every year you've got a new phone and uh, the old one goes back so there's been some speculation now uh, Mark Gurman, I guess, is uh, his newsletter. He's speculating on what some prices would look like for this subscription service. and I know a lot of people were also throwing in their guesses when we first talked about it. Uh, here, here are the prices respective to the different models if you were to relate it to the current lineup. He's got 35 bucks a month for the iPhone 13, 45 bucks a month for the 13 Pro, and 50 bucks a month for the 13 Pro Max. And he notes that uh, these prices would undercut the current uh, iPhone upgrade program. So it would be cheaper Mm. than whatever programs they currently have in place. Now, yeah, it is important to note that there are ways to do this. Apple does have programs for upgrading your phone, but this is more of a psychological twist in the sense that when you say subscription, it makes you feel different about how you perceive... The product, ownership of the product, it's all very uh, subtle. It's seemingly subtle, but then it might all of a sudden it just might work better for certain people's psychology, where they're just like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an Apple subscriber." Whatever name they yeah. put on it,
1: especially if they have all these subscription models in their own apps as well.
0: Yeah, well, they have. Might that- as
1: well make the phone subscription
0: they have that one thing where they pile together all the different services you can scroll down a little further and they uh, mention every single one of those yeah apple one it's a single subscription service which covers six services apple tv plus apple music apple arcade icloud plus apple news plus apple fitness plus and that's 14.95 a month so you can imagine then will What if that's bundled in? What Mm -hmm. if you're just an iPhone subscriber? It's thirty five bucks a month plus you're getting all the Apple One stuff, and all of a sudden that's a a different perception you might have. And then also for people who just don't want to save any money, these phones to buy them outright it's like a thousand bucks right now. Mm -hmm. So there's like another incentive there. Uh, Plus they could, you could do you could invest that money well in the meantime into lucrative. Cryptos and things like that. Oh yes, the
1: sweet, sweet crypto. I'm not
0: recommending such behaviors.
1: um, Their idea of owning it um, would bump up their price for having it to pay up front. Like and then just kind of ease into the subscription. So everyone
0: has a subscription. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the subscription customer is the ultimate customer. They're just paying for life. Yes, it's like please don't end your subscription. You know, I see a lot of people considering ending Netflix now, for example. I'm seeing an increased uh, just, I mean, it's anecdotal, like whatever people tweet at me and maybe people in the chat and in the comment section here can can tell me what their feelings are. But I feel there's a number of people who are in this mode right now of eliminating subscriptions or Mm. trimming them down to say, I only want to have a few. Mm. And... I think that that may have been that could be one of the barriers for all these new Apple streaming products is that people just have too many already. So you're like Apple TV plus like I haven't watched any of these shows. I just don't want to get another thing. But you can imagine bundled together Mm. and I know I want the new phone. Now maybe you have a play. Now maybe you have the persuasion in order to get me into your other ecosystem products and get me even more hooked where I'm deeply embedded yeah, and we're climbing out of the garden becomes impossible. I don't know. It's all tactics. They know what they're doing. They're Apple, but uh, what do you think? Well, if you have to cancel a subscription, one of, any one of your subscriptions right now, today, this moment, you got to cancel it. What would it be? I and, don't even know how many you have. I'm not sure.
1: Um, so I I love uh, Netflix currently. I I used to be like one of the people that. Would cancel it at any point, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm watching F1. The
0: drive, drive to, to survive. survive. Everyone's oh, telling me to watch man. that. Everyone it's is telling amazing. me to watch that. Uh, let me highly ask, recommend. Let me ask something. is it like, what would you say as a, the maturity level of it is? Very mature. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. There's,
1: I mean, profanity? there's drama, barely any. Oh, okay. Almost none.
0: Pro, no profanity.
1: No. Mm-hmm. But you follow these lives of. uh these managers of these F1 teams and the drivers, and there is drama, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's sophisticated. Sophisticated (laughs) drama. It's very well done. Okay. Amazing. Amazing show.
0: Yeah, I I heard that this is this really big deal, this big F1 push into North America. People have told us we need to become uh, F1 fans. I'm sure you've seen those comments. So are you an F1 fan now? Is that all it takes? You just watch this one series and then... You're sorted out.
1: There's a lot of appreciation there, more so than I've ever thought would be possible.
0: Wow, isn't it? A, it's a, it's amazing. Some people in the chat are saying it's fake. I guess some I guess it could be fake. Not I every mean, not everyone likes t- it as much as you. Will. So
1: it's a it's a docufiction, is what they characterize. What the hell it as does that. that mean? Um, so they I guess the director or the direction that they go in is that they like to pick and choose which drama they want to follow. And they probably would emphasize it.
0: But isn't it the real characters in the show? Yeah. So how do they force them to dramatize? The producers just sort of like, hey, can you beef that up a little? No, no. Oh. They
1: just enhance, you know, I, I would imagine they would enhance some of the the beef that they serve uh, So just
0: through editing and uh, yeah, through me- editing. music? Yeah. And, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. I understand. Yeah, you listen, it's uh, reality TV has been like that for Sure, yeah, oh, that's huh, reality that's a, TV. That's what they <laughs> that's do. What they use these tactics to
1: If it makes if it's so cut and dry then no one's going to watch it. Right? right? They have to dramatize well, uh, it.
0: but I can see how the super fans of F1 could watch it and be like, "Oh, stop making it uh, more stop watering it down just to get a bunch of new fans i already Mm -hmm. love this sport like you don't have to do that i can see why they might feel that way yeah so but i but then i would argue if you get guys like willie do into the sport that wouldn't have otherwise been there through over dramatization
1: yeah that's how it gets me the over dramatization which is fine (laughs) but then i'm saying
0: like you bring more people in and it enhances but there's
1: a respect there like of all the drivers the managers like I wouldn't have really cared about, you know, NASCAR or F1 or F2 or Formula
0: E at easy, all. Easy, if Will. it wasn't Are for Are you flexing on us right now? This show. Just naming different categories, flexing yeah. on us? Uh, but, uh, here we have a comment from Carlos. If you lived in the Jurassic Park world universe, would you support rescuing the dinosaurs from the volcano or would you support letting nature run its course? Are you a big big Jurassic Park guy? Are you in on that? You know, like, what's going on in that?
1: What, gene manipulation kind of No,
0: no, I'm just, like, how up-to-date are you on Jurassic Park? I don't know the last one I saw.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Not really, no. Anyway. I watched the new reboot.
0: Right, I think that's part of what's being referenced here.
1: But the other movies I haven't.
0: So you got all the dinosaurs on the island. Do you... Do you uh, rescue them from the volcano, or do you let nature take its course?
1: Oh, this is the new one. Oh, okay. Right? So what, Dominion do you,
0: or something? Okay, so what do you do, Will?
1: Man, I don't know. That's a tough one. Right. Well,
0: <laughs> I love dinosaurs. I'm gonna let nature take its course. Because <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> it always it sounds incredible. I'm gonna let nature take its. Let's let nature take its course. I'm I'm sure that one of these dinosaurs is gonna survive because they got to make the next movie. So,
1: but didn't they create the dinosaurs with oh. gene manipulation? Yeah, absolutely. So. Now they let nature take its course. Yeah, now you want to because save whichever them dinosaur
0: more. survived the volcano, those are gonna be some badass dinosaur, man.
1: That's true. Yeah, maybe I'm with you. Right. Maybe I'll just let nature take its course. Right, but anyways, um, Netflix. Yeah, you I got I, I to hold on to it. You're now. holding it because <laughs> of drive
0: to drive to survive, yeah. and and people are a little bit mad at you. But I'm saying now you got Willie Do on your side, and he's Mister F1, and then more F1 comes into the show, and. More F one comes into your life, and there's more fans, so then the sport does better. And so you got to look at it from different ways. Even if even if you're one of these purists, what would you cancel? Which subscription? Yeah. Um. What do I got right now? I got Disney Plus. I got uh, people are canceling Disney Plus right now. Oh jeez. Because of like political uh, um, agendas and such. Okay. Not because of the content. I watched the Star Wars. Like, I watched the Star Wars content. So, I, but Netflix, man, I haven't watched Netflix in a long time unless it's Paw Patrol. So, I, I don't know. I can't cancel any of them right now. I got too many different yeah. people watching too many different things. Yeah. But, and I have the sports ones as well. Um, I'm canceling nothing right now. Okay. but well, There you have it. It probably would be Netflix if you forced me to cancel one of them right now. Oh, well, dude, you got to watch F1. I guess so. I got to watch f Can't I just watch F1 or do I have to watch Drive to Survive? Can't I just like actually watch F1 events?
1: Well, there's, yes, you can. It's oh, thank possible. you. Thank you, Will. I appreciate. There's more appreciation there. Your willingness. willing you watch the uh, Drive to Survive. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I picked this one because I just like the headline so much. Um, Under display face ID isn't coming until iPhone 16. <laughs> How can you even I got a question for the I got a serious question for the leak the leak heads out there the those that are really into leaks How the hell do you manage being into iPhone 16? Like I don't even Yeah. That universe is so far away to me like maybe if I'm an investor or something and I care about having the latest news but iPhone 16 yeah. Like there's gotta be a threshold for you, Will, where all of a sudden you're like, that's too far away. I can't I'm can't even be excited about that.
1: Uh-huh. Well, people like to dream. People like to know what the vision is. Well maybe. Moving forward. If
0: you wanted to say iPhone sixteen and show me something radical, I think I would be okay with it. Like if it's like basically a concept at that point. Mm. But if you wanna just go iPhone 16 and be like, ah, oh, it's mostly the same, mm. then I'm pissed. <laughs> You understand? Yeah. Well, I'm not really that pissed, but it's just it was funny to see it. Like also just to see the numbers, to see iPhone 16 together. Yeah. That also sort of just breaks my head how long I've been doing this. Cuz the first iPhone was 2007. Like on this channel or maybe it was the second one, but it doesn't matter. Like to right. see 16 there, I'm dead. I am I am dead. You're looking at a dead man. <laughs> 16.
1: Well, I- is it too far off? It's three years, right? No,
0: it's not. It's not too far off. I'm just, I guess it's just what it is, is it's like. Too much of the same? It's uh, for a small thing like this, the whole thing feels ridiculous. When they're like under display face ID coming to the iPhone 16, then it just feels ridiculous to me. Yeah. it's If it was like uh, one week battery by the time the iPhone 16 comes out. Mm-hmm. Then maybe, maybe that's magic and I'm like, whoa, can you imagine? It's like there has to be time the time scale with technology and advancement matters mm-hmm. right? If they if, you know, if any type of slight improvement, it's not enough for you. It just doesn't seem, um, but this has been the case in smartphones for a while. I'm not saying smartphones are not exciting, but it certainly has plateaued to a certain extent with 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 some development.
1: So you would uh, expect it to be not done before. To a certain like Well, I'm high just degree. I'm just
0: saying I'm just well, it does also showcase just how intrigued people are with Apple in general that and people's willingness to click on articles about Apple hmm. that they that you can even have a small development like this like under display face ID okay. It seems convenient. But that you can write an article about a phone, a development on a phone in 2024. Yeah. I know you do it with cars with concept, but concept cars, they have to be outlandish, I'm telling you, to get my attention, right? Yeah. A concept car can't be basically like the current car, but with like a slight tweak. You want to see a mm-hmm. concept car for, for three, four years from now, you want to see something wild. Yeah, maybe
1: Speaking this of person's it. just going for a realistic approach.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm taking nothing, nothing away from Chris Smith on BGR. Like, yeah, I clicked on it, man. But anyway, basically, I think the way that this, the, the, the thing that is really useful here is if you want to buy into it, is that you're not getting under display face ID anytime soon. Right. If that if you thought that was coming for iPhone 14 or 15, <laughs> yeah. you're going to have to wait for 16.
1: <laughs> wait uh, for the 16. Uh, yeah, like,
0: I don't know, however much you read into this stuff. That's up to you. But as far as the 14 goes, I have some uh, interesting developments with the 14. Oh, some I might, breaking news? I just might be able to show you something okay. relating to the 14 on Unbox Therapy, hopefully sometime oh. soon. So, Okay. Because the 14 is interesting to me because that's sometime soon. Right. Yeah. Uh, shout out to World of Darkness. Am I reading that correctly? Wolf of Darkness. Wolf of Darkness. What would your reaction was your reaction when you saw Will Smith slapping Chris Rock? Ah! Uh Yeah, we haven't talked about that. Can you make make that font a little bit bigger in the chat, by the way? I don't know. Are you maxed out? Yeah, listen, what can I say about this thing? We do we have a story coming up sort of about it, right? I kind of tried to avoid it because it was so covered, man. It was just like I couldn't I couldn't escape this slap. Everywhere I turned, I was it was a slap. I was. uh, I woke up in the morning and uh, I pour the breakfast cereal and uh, I just slap, slap, slap. So I kind of felt like I'm gonna stay away from this slap. Just I have this. I think that
1: was a wise choice. I
0: mean, we talked about
1: it. Like no, I know, just not on
0: air. It wasn't like a formal. Let's let's get into this slap type of thing. Yeah. Um. It was every take that anybody could ever have had had happened, and I'm not going to lie. Like, for me, it was just, like, all I could feel was Will Smith pain. That's it. It was actually— It was dark. Yeah, it was just dark to me. I was just, like, when he— obviously Like, beyond
1: I, the memes, beyond, like— um, Like,
0: you were just watching—you just watched a very negative event in a person's life unfold and uh i know on the internet it's like people are really into the to the kind of uh cringe genre but this is beyond that where it's cr- the cringe part of it implies that there's something a little bit funny about it mm-hmm. but when he was sitting down screaming about his wife's name in the mouth not to be in the mouth yeah and you see it all breaking down. You just caught a glimpse into, I don't know, I felt like I was in his living room or something, and he had just lost it, and I didn't want to be a part of it. I was like, oh, God, mm-hmm. just trauma. It just felt like his own trauma, his own pain, and, and they, the things weren't r- rectified, and there's a weird, there's a new camera angle that came out where you can kind of see Jada, as right after the slap happens and she's kind of laughing and it's a type of it looks like a type of nervous laughing and the whole thing is just so damn nervous yeah it's so nervous and not thought out and of course in the aftermath now he they're like we asked him to leave he refused which i thought was goofy isn't that up don't you get to decide who leaves your event And then he was kicked out, or I guess he resigned from the academy. And, but the whole thing is just as funny as it is to look at the memes, and like you saw the 10 million view clip where they put physics on it. Mm -hmm. They put video game physics on the slap, and then all of a sudden Chris Rock's flying across the thing. Right. But ultimately, like, okay, in order to put some sort of a positive twist on it, I feel like Chris Rock can use it to his advantage. Because he the ticket prices for his stand-up went way up. Mm-hmm. He has the potential for tons of new material based on it. He's The guy that got slapped around the world or whatever. So hopefully he takes a positive approach to it, an optimistic approach, doesn't internalize it too much, and just, like, rolls with it. Mm-hmm. And, and and he's a comedian. I feel He'll like he can find ro- a way f- to I, make it funny. I feel like he can roll with it. Yeah, but um, hopefully they can all they can all sort out. It is it is weird. I know a lot of people as well probably wanted to hear about all the variety of conspiracy theories about how nobody was talking about the Academy Awards and then the whole world was talking about the Academy Awards. What does that say about us? What does that say about the current state of celebrity culture? They have to physically slap each other to get our attention. Because mm-hmm. anything else, if they just applaud each other, we're not it's having like,
1: it. It's uh, like Will Smith versus The Rock.
0: Well, and that's kind of like versus. Everybody <laughs> like, wanted it to be The Rock. Who? They're like, you ain't slapping The Rock. I thought another interesting was one was Ricky Gervais because yes. Ricky Gervais has gone heavy at people and nobody slapped him uh-huh. so that was a bit odd too like did it have to be chris rock to get slapped like why was that or why was will so confident in in doing that mm-hmm. what does that say and and i don't know it's uh, there's certainly all types of think pieces so i guess i just did i guess i went into i guess i took the bait i took the slap bait sure did i took the slap bait but uh whatever i don't need to see any more slaps for a while i tell you that right now. Yeah, you're slapped out. I'm slapped out for a bit. It was, uh, the internet just exploded on that slap stuff. But uh, let me ask you this. Uh, Will Smith versus the Rock Celebrity Slap Match. You watching? You paying? You buying pay-per-view or what? You of de- course. You definitely are. <laughs> you definitely are. Yeah. The Rock's like, pick on somebody your own size. He's like, you're way bigger than I am. Uh-huh. Then he's just got the eyebrow. That was the funny thing. His look in the audience was just his usual look. <laughs> with the raised eyebrow, it can mean so many things for The Rock. It can mean uh, um, confusion. It can mean confidence. It can mean humor. The eyebrow is doing everything for him.
1: It's like your uh, skull emoji.
0: It's very useful,
1: very yeah. ambiguous, versatile, yeah.
0: like my skull emoji. This is a wild story. I think it'll, I think it'll connect with you specifically, Will, because you're into the snowboarding and stuff. Okay you're you're big with the snowboarding now what is the uh the highest elevation you've ever done the snowboarding do you do you recall Did, was it ever 10,000 feet have you been to the alps <laughs> i have not you have not one day you're going to do that i hope so uh but you probably you went over to montreal over there that's not that's pretty high no i
1: went to whistler easy black home this is i your, don't know which one's taller this is
0: but. your this is your flex episode just one flex well, after another. I don't know. One flex after another. You're like, I went to Whistler. Big deal. We when were you in Whistler? A couple of years ago. Was that nice? snowboarding? Was that a good time? Uh, yeah. Hmm. It was good. Better than the gondola. Better that's than fun. Montreal. Um, yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's it actually. We can wrap this story No. Okay. This guy has a hell of a story. He was 10,000 feet up in the Alps, and he claims that his iPhone saved his life. Well, I don't—I mean, never mind the the claim. It did save his life. He was actually doing the thing you probably shouldn't do, which was he was alone Oh, up there. And I think after this experience, he's not going to do the solo stuff anymore. An iPhone saved the life of a British snowboarder after he fell into an off-pissed crevasse. And was he unable to climb oh, out. What? He was alone at the time. Something he now says was a mistake he'll never repeat. Uh, here's his, his post on Instagram. Michael and his team quite literally saved my life. I know what you're thinking. When I read this headline, I'm like, how did the iPhone specifically save his life? Other mm. than the fact that I'm reading 9to5Mac because what, couldn't any phone have saved his life? But uh, Michael and his team quite literally saved my life. I am still clueless as to how I will ever repay him and Swiss rescue services, but I assure you, I am working on it. Perhaps the first step is bringing awareness to the amazing job these guys did. He's been snowboarding for 17 years, and he's been spending a lot of time solo. He says, never solo again. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, the last thank you is to Apple. Their side button, five-click to emergency services. It's especially great when your screen is being dripped on. And to the service provider for giving me 3G connection in the Alps. And 3% battery 5 meters below the ice. Whoa. This is what a moment to picture. When he started giving those details, I all of a sudden had this visual of this crevasse. Yeah. And this phone being dripped on. And this depleting, rapidly depleting battery life. Although maybe that was also shots fired at Apple. 3% battery life. (laughs) Because it's rapidly depleted. Yeah, he's like, sort that one out, please. Uh, No, I'm kidding. But you know how that is, Will. Like these things, low battery means one thing to you, just in general. You're just going about your daily life and it's low battery, and that panic ensues. You're like, I'm about to be off the grid. And it's like, Will, who cares? You're five minutes from your house. It's like, Will, you're in the grocery store. Stop panicking. I'm lost. (laughs) (laughs) My phone. I'm like, Will, you're on your couch. no give me the charger the phone the phone just fell between your couch crevasse (laughs) (laughs) you're stuck in between your couch cushions that's the only crevasse yeah that you're encountering yeah um so anyway uh this five button press on the side was all he could do because the phone's all screwed up you're down there battery's running out so he does the five click and Thank God he has a 3G connection as well, because I got to assume with all that snow insulating you when you fall in and you're already up up there in the mountains and Mm -hmm. who knows what type of connection you're working with. All of a sudden now I'm thinking I need range boosters and backup phones if I'm out there solo. Right. I'm not going out there solo, but people got to think about that because he's dead. Otherwise, he's dead. No one finds him. Mm -hmm. No one finds him. He does the five click emergency and uh, he lives. But I presume there's some Android equivalent. I don't know. What happens if I click this five times? Uh nothing. I'm dead.
1: Isn't there like a SOS emergency alert?
0: You think it's on any phone?
1: I think you um maybe hold
0: what do I do? I like, hold like the shutdown button. I'm holding. Is there like a power off? Yeah, emerg- emergency data? mode, yeah. So you just press <laughs> and hold. I don't know. Maybe he couldn't but but I think he yeah, could maybe he was stuck. I think he couldn't tap the screen. Right. I don't know.
1: Because it was dripping, I don't know, with, like moisture or something. I don't
0: know, but these are things I guess as a designer of a product you have to think about.
1: Man, well, I'm glad he survived, and don't do that again.
0: The solo part, yeah. Have you ever done it solo? Any solo snowboarding? No, you're always with your pals. Yeah, you say, "Hey, pals! I go down, you help."
1: Yeah, if I fall in the crevasse, help me
0: out. Yeah, Come on. thank you to Spiffy appreciate the super chat. Lots of super chats today. Oh. We we really appreciate you guys. Isn't that right, Will?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they seem to really want
0: us to do this more often. You talking about this show at right? earlier? Time. You talking about this crazy show right here? Yes. This wild and crazy. Yeah, well, listen. The internet keeps providing us with unlimited unlimited uh, action. Yeah. For us to discuss. I don't think that's going anywhere. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, Will Smith, this was the story that we had. It wasn't so much about the slap. It was about the aftermath of the slap. Heard round the world. It really w- did. Will Smith uh, is thrown into chaos. Billy <laughs> lo- mail. I love that. He's thrown into chaos as Netflix and Apple Plus pull out of the bidding war for his uh, next movie after the Hollywood star slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. Two streaming giants removed their bids on the film based on his autobiography. Will, 53, has faced backlash since slapping Chris on stage at the Oscars. This was an interesting one, man. When he first slapped everybody, not everybody, but there was like a hashtag kind of applauding him. It was weird. There was people in support of it. It's a tough thing to be in support of violence. I mean, unless it's self-defense. Mm-hmm. It's, pretty, it's pretty, pretty hard to be in support of violence unless it's self-defense, from what I can tell. Yeah. But that was there. Anyway, People were hey, there were some sentiment which was like, I wish my man was doing something. And then all of a sudden, right, a bunch yeah. of dudes were marching up and down the street just slapping <laughs> because they were motivated by all these women that were uh, appreciating the slap. Yeah. But then given a little bit more time, everyone was like, yeah, we probably shouldn't be slapping. Yeah. They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's just after everything cooled off and uh, people gave it a little bit more thought, I guess, or after he ended up winning the award and no one could talk about or think about any awards that any of these people had uh. won after this slap, then people gave it a little more thought. And they're like, yeah, probably let's not slap mm-hmm. w- was what took place.
1: <laughs> the viewership is actually higher. This year compared to last year.
0: With the slap. Yeah, with the slap. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, people <laughs> will watch it and then condemn it. They watch and then condemn. Yeah. But anyway, uh somebody in the chat says, quit calling a slap violence. So yeah. they love the slap. Look, listen, I don't know. I don't really care. Uh I think I think it probably was overblown, all things considered. Like it is still like people do. It's just a, it's Will Smith. It's the event. It's the Hollywood's suits. Biggest it's night. the outfits. It's I agree. A slap is kind of goofy in and of itself between two two men. I do t- I do tend to think of an alternate reality in which Chris Rock just responds immediately and tackles them. Like what happens to this whole yeah thing at that point? Like you got to give Chris Rock some respect too because he just kind of like pure class kept it on the rails. Pure class, like just he, hung in there. And, he uh, could
1: have literally tackled Will. Like,
0: Will had his back. Oh yeah, he could have he tackled. Just turned around. He could have tackled. It would have been insane. He Jiu-Jitsu? tackles other people get involved. It's a huge celebrity rumble. <laughs> yeah,
1: Jeez. Jada's just laughing. <laughs>
0: oh my at god. At that point. Ugh. See the here's the problem with the slap thing. Is like if you just say yo, it's just a slap, whatever and and everybody's slapping all the time most people do not respond to a slap by just sitting there most people retaliate mm-hmm. and then once you have retaliation you have escalation and it's guaranteed and so you 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 make a mess of almost anything if you start to travel down this uh
1: yeah I wonder if this biopic if it ever gets produced would the slap be
0: in there <laughs> You well I mean? you mean he has to add the slap now no because i think that the <laughs> film is done actually and they were shopping it around oh really <laughs> yeah the film is done and they're shopping it around and now oh,
1: well they should just add that netflix anyways. is like we don't want anything that's to do that's the last with it. scene <laughs>
0: uh, and uh, i guess apple's like we don't want anything to do with it we can't be giving you money right now because uh this uh, i'm sure somebody will pick it up eventually and you're right well they're going to work the slap in they're going to sell the slap why well, he might as well just scrap the entire documentary and just make a slap documentary. He'll do views. Yeah. It was crazy. The whole trending page was every, all the slaps, reacts to the slaps. What, the
1: Guardian had like, at least right now, is like 80 million views of
0: the slap. The slap. Yeah. Heard around the world. Uh, never mind if we start putting all the reactions and everything else into it. Who? Well. You know what else is, I think the reason that people have really latched on to this is because I think Will Smith and celebrities in general tend to be these people telling us how to live. Mm. They tend to be these people that are, uh, you know, go on social media, on Instagram, and they're like you know, uh, motivating you and and, and like telling you to be calm and composed and everything else. Mm -hmm. And so people especially pay attention when they don't follow their own protocol, peace and love and whatever else. Yeah. But they are, but then also on the flip side, it's important to note that they're people. I mean, they might be really famous, but they're also people. They're also people. Being famous doesn't like fix you up. <laughs> Maybe it, it might do the opposite. It doesn't, it doesn't fix you up, mess you up. It might. Yeah. Uh, Finland appears to be closer to joining NATO despite Russia's threat of military consequences if it does. We talked about this probably a couple of weeks ago at this point, this was a thing that uh, had been kind of, kind of in the works or at least discussed prior to even the Ukraine stuff. But the Ukraine stuff seems to have expedited the process to a certain extent, at least based on public opinion or whatever it is they're currently tracking in Finland. Now, Finland, for those that don't know, shares a border with Russia, much like Ukraine does. And has been relatively neutral. Uh, However, recent developments have uh, brought up this conversation about whether or not Finland should seek the protection of NATO. Hmm. And according to Insider here, they appear closer than ever to joining NATO after the Russian invasion of Ukraine. A survey showed a majority, a majority of citizens, I guess. I mean, it is a survey, Will, but it shows a majority of uh citizens want membership and the Prime Minister said that he'll be making a decision soon mm. Russia previously warned of serious military and political consequences if Finland tries to join I mean they said something similar to Ukraine This is one of those situations where uh, you know maybe maybe you don't go into Ukraine and Finland's like I'm neutral it's fine it's fine I'm neutral it's mm-hmm. all good you go into new uh, Ukraine they start they turn the news on tank after tank and they're like jesus yeah they're like think about this nato thing take a look Mm -hmm. at this nato thing i mean it's regular citizens if it's a survey Mm -hmm. and they're just saying good lord and so then russia and might end up with nato on its border even it didn't want to even though the original agenda was to try to stop that from happening it's like oh here's another border and can you attack both Imagine that they're imagine they got ongoing military action in Finland and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's rough. It's rough either way, but it's rough, even more rough. Uh, the country's politicians and NATO itself have both pointed to the possibility of Finland joining soon. And a recent survey showed a majority of the country in support of membership in light of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Sanna Marin, Finland's prime minister, said on Saturday the decision on whether or not to join should happen this spring. Mm. And NATO Security General Jen Stoltenberg said on March 31st that while the decision to join the bloc was one for Finland to make, he expected that NATO would allow the country to join quickly. So, yeah, it's one of those circumstances, Well, where you, you might get more than you bargained for. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and it seems like NATO is uh, opening their doors, like welcoming it.
0: Big doors, big NATO doors, right now. Yeah, they're like you want it over here? Like they're like, hey, can we put some missiles over there? Finland's like, no problem. They're like, uh, ah, come on in, <laughs> come have some. Because it's, uh, it's a we got some dessert for you. Some dessert, yeah. I had a dessert the other day. What, it, it, was, it was some kind of like, you know, where I was at. I was at. Uh, Moxie's, you ever gone to that place?
1: I haven't, but it's one of those like it's, Montana's, it, it's one, yeah, Kelsey's. why should M's though? <laughs>
0: M's Montana's Moxie's Milestones. This is local oh, restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, they're all those ones are all different, by the way. This one is kind of fancy. It's like like, is it like Applebee's? Uh, it's a little fancier. Oh okay, it's a little fancier. Anyway, so it's like I don't know, like variety food. Sometimes they're attached to malls and. Anyway, you're going to have to find a dessert I had. But what happened was she brought the dessert and then she poured like a bunch of melted caramel over top of it right in front of me while staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was it, right there, the second one. Uh, but actually it's probably better it's if you click on click on the one uh to the right of that. Uh no, but down and to the right of that. No, right in the middle there. The one you keep skipping. (laughs) There you go. That's the one I want you to click on. Okay. So you see that jug, the steel jug to the left there? Yeah. That was the thing that had all the melted toffee caramel in it. Mm. And when she came over, it wasn't on top of the dessert, which has like an ice cream on top. And I guess it all melts because the other stuff is hot. But it was in there. And then she puts the plate down. And instead of me pouring it, she picks it up and pours it. Well... Just dumps it. She's just dumping it right on there, and I was like, "Wow, this is quite the uh, performance here." And she's staring right at me. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, "Wow, what if I wanted to distribute that differently?" Right. Yeah. What if I ho- only want a half of that, or, or or what if I wanted to dip into it, or how do you know my techniques here? But yeah. I guess the chef and the waiter, and I guess they have their program and policy, and they like the performance aspect. You know what it kind of reminded me of when they come and uh, do the happy birthday. Have you ever seen that?
1: Oh yeah, I've had it done <laughs> to me before, like a couple of times. And
0: how did you feel when that was going on?
1: <laughs> Ridiculous and embarrassed.
0: You it's weren't. Like, oh, you,
1: I don't want this.
0: You weren't loving it. You know. And the whole staff is there. Happy birthday yeah. to you. And and all your friends, they love the fact that you're embarrassed. I guess. Yeah, holding out the phones and stuff. Right. And you're not. You're still. It's you, not a good time. You want to know? You have PTSD. You're really. Absent. Well, I'm an introvert. Yeah. You're like, get the cameras <laughs> off me. They're, they're like, there's no cameras. You yeah. Promise. You're like, get it off me. <laughs> I go. <laughs> I go wild. <laughs> you smack somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you guys, you call, get my name. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh. So anyway. That's what it was. I had a dessert. I haven't had a dessert in a really long time, but like this is the world we're living in now. You can go, you go get a dessert. All right. Oh man.
1: What were we talking about? NATO? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, easy. Uh. Family home is destroyed and cat killed after, after Tesla catches fire while charging in the garage. Well, why you guys showing me stuff like this? A house fire allegedly started by a charging Tesla car has killed the family's cat. Uh, the fire in uh, Sydney. In Australia? Or is there somewhere else called Sydney? Um, Southwest Sydney on Sunday night. The fire is understood to have been started by a Tesla. God, that is a big, big explosion. Holy. Yeah, that's ugly. Now, now I'm going to have to stress if I'm ever charging this thing. Yeah. Uh, is there,
1: is there a contingent? Contingency where it's like it would let your phone know that hey, it's I overheating. Exploded. Or hey, something. I exploded. But at least it's overheating. Something's uh, like not right. I mean, ide-
0: ideally it would you know, I had an experience this weekend. Oh. So I'm at the supercharger with the Tesla. And it's just it's flying, right? It's a great time. Okay. But then without thinking, I put my foot on the brake. And it's the car stressed out. Well. The car, I guess it thought I was going to drive away, but obviously I'm connected to the charger. I put my foot on the brake. I took my foot off, and and it kind of was like in a glitch mode. It was freaking out. It was like every error message in the world was coming up. Like, your door is open. You have a uh, your tire pressure. Like, everything was clearing the thing, and then the screen became unresponsive. And... I'm like, ah, whatever. Maybe when I just pull the charger out, it'll it'll be fine. And so I pulled the charger out, and I'm I'm in a rush at this point. I gotta get to uh, like a hockey game. So I pulled the charger. I just have to drive. I can't really reset the whole thing. Although it's not super hard to reset the whole thing. I just had to go. So I unplug the charger and I start driving, and the nav is lagging so far behind. Whoa. And even the, like, interface that's showing my car in time and space is lagging. And I'm like, oh, God, Uh, this is a computer on wheels. Yeah. And you start having this thought process of, like, what if it, what if one of these safety systems is, like, misreading something just because it's in this glitch mode? Now, that didn't happen, so it probably has some sort of, like, operating structure underneath what you're seeing that's like oh, probably overriding whatever lag I was encountering and when I got to my destination and I had some time I did the reset on the on the uh, steering yoke okay. and then it went right back to like everything was fine but huh. it does cross your mind like how intelligent these things are and you should well uh... like it's just different when your computer if your computer starts to lag right now you're like ah reboot yeah but when you're moving on the highway and everything is glitching, you're, ooh, it's a different feeling.
1: This might not be safe, but maybe you should have recorded it.
0: And oh, just, yeah. Uh, like to have a record of it?
1: Yeah, just to show.
0: I was too preoccupied with all the crap I had to do. Yeah, you moment. were driving yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, anyway. But it was still better off than this. I mean, the whole thing exploding. Anything can explode, and you know the reason it's a news story is because it's a Tesla. Yeah. Uh, cars can explode. I guess, I mean, typically they're turned off when they're in your garage. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's it, there's enough of them out there. Stuff like this is going to happen. I'm sure there's going to be a lawsuit and everything else. Um, I, I don't think it was anybody. Okay, so the cat was killed. Yeah, but one, no one else. One cat was lost in the Luckily. fire and the rest of the house suffered smoke damage. So just a cat got killed. No people. Yeah. That's the cat right there. Wow, he just got the cat in a bag? Well, yeah. It's oh, that's probably an interesting photo to share. Like, just a dead cat in a bag. But I guess, I don't know. The cat couldn't escape. Just inhaled the smoke. Yeah. Um.
1: Well, hopefully this uh, develops and we find out what the problem is. Mm-hmm. So right now it's just developing.
0: Yeah, I, it's a weird one. I, I I think there's a way they can extract what happened, right? There's some sort of onboard memory. Like a black box. That they can, because they do it every time there's a crash. They try yes. to d- determine what happened right before it. I hope that the car is intact enough that they can look at it and see exactly what went wrong and caused the explosion. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you had, remember when those smartphones were all exploding on the airplanes and whatnot? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a smaller explosion, but it's, got a battery in it yeah galaxy note 9 was it seven famously seven yeah going back uh ukrainian civilians are killing russian soldiers with poison cakes remember the other day we were talking about poison we're like why aren't more why are they not doing the poisoning well here you go and then they responded and they're like we will do the poisoning like hmm later (laughs) Not a good idea. <laughs> no. no, we were talking about it in a way of like we're just surprised it didn't happen more frequently. And but in war, like it goes to show you, man, uh p- people figure out ways and they'll they'll take any advantage and you can trust nothing and no one and uh and people are feisty, man. When you 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 go into someone else's country, they'll do what it takes. Mhm. Uh, At least two Russian soldiers were killed and dozens more were injured after Ukrainian civilians allegedly gave them poisoned cakes and alcohol near Kharkiv. According to Ukrainian intelligence officials, Ukraine's main directorate of intelligence posted a Facebook Saturday that two troops died and 28 were placed in intensive care after being fed the poisoned cakes in the city. Roughly 500 additional Russian soldiers were hospitalized due to heavy alcohol poisoning of an unknown origin. So this type of story you can imagine if it gets to uh, Russian forces because I presume like I don't know but I presume there's all types of consumption of goods as you move in and around these towns and villages Mm -hmm. alcohol or food or whatever else and then all of a sudden you're terrified like I'm touching nothing because you're not sure what has been contaminated or not but it's also super dangerous if you're the one doing because what if some kid picks up the cake Mm-hmm. Like post poisoning of it, and doesn't know, you know, delicious cake. Well, yeah. Sometimes you might walk past a delicious cake and you just reach for it. It could be a sticky toffee pudding, and you're cake. not even the target. That's like the beef yeah. eater. You know about the beef eater? No. Look it up, man. <laughs> the beef eater. Yeah, this is like medieval times. That's the guy who's got to eat. He's got to eat the beef first. You know, he's got to eat before the king eats. Oh, yeah, yeah. If he goes down... Keep getting alcohol. Well, there's a there's a famous alcohol by the same name. A very large ration of beef is given to them daily at the court, and they might be called beefies. Yeah, click on the Wikipedia. I could be completely wrong about this. Um... Ceremonial guardians of the Tower of London in principle they are responsible for looking after any prisoners of the Tower and safeguarding the Br- British Crown jewels. Oh, maybe maybe not. Maybe they're Just made they, it up. Maybe they don't have to eat the poison. Keep going down.
1: No, they test the food, right? Before yeah, they, they give it to the yeah, king. Yeah, so or in, queen case, or... in case
0: it's like rancid. The name beef is of uncertain origin, various proposed derivations. The term was common as early as the 17th century. Uh the earliest connection to the royal household a very large ration of beef is given to them. The beef eater name was carried over to the Yeoman warders due to the two corpse outward similarities. Beef eaters are also commonly produced and consumed broths made of beef, which were described as rich and hearty. These broths were known at the time as beef or Beffy. Hmm. I don't know if it's what I said it was.
1: Who is this guy?
0: You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look at the big E and R. Look at the outfit. Yeah. Damn. I but think, I I know
1: what you're talking about.
0: But and who who eats the stuff in case it's poison? Uh. That's, maybe
1: the chat might know. There's
0: know. gotta be a name for that guy, right? Who eats the po- Who eats first in case? <laughs> but then then they'll have to be really fast acting poison, right? Why you got cannibalism? In I here? don't know. He's well, get out of here, <laughs>
1: man! What are you talking about? <laughs> a person who eats first, in case.
0: <laughs> oh, maybe royal. The fool? No, the fool is just the. I think the fool is just like the comedian, <laughs> right? The cook, maybe the cook's got to eat it first. In front, the life of a British royal. I'm sure that there's somebody that has to do it, but I don't know who. Yeah. So those dudes were called beef eaters just because they got to eat large amounts of beef because they were important? They're like, give those guys the beef? Um. Oh, look. Somebody somebody, put a word in there that looks good in the chat. You might have to look that up. Someone says the butler. Look up that word. Pregerstator. Let's look this up taster of the food before it's brought to the table
1: Hmm. okay i don't uh, know
0: that's not bad (laughs) it's not bad i want a guy who specifically exists to eat the food on the exact plate so then you know you're not poisoned yeah i feel like there's a name for that guy someone's gonna help me out eventually it uh send it to me on twitter if you find it
1: at a later moment so um i would imagine that uh In this case the um, ukrainians probably would have distributed the food maybe like oh you're a bit famished somebody says somebody says whipping
0: boy (laughs) 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 okay sorry yeah here you go all right okay 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 because i'm
1: curious of how they're being distributed the food just like you
0: yeah well, I mean, they must have known they were coming through and been like, Let's leave this delicious cake out. Like I'm sure it wasn't handed to them. Maybe they, it they, was. Well then they'd be skeptical. They'd be like, this Ukrainian person It's can't. like
1: maybe they're you're famished. Here's some Yeah, vodka. okay.
0: to the guys who are coming in coming into your town with bombs and guns. Well these maybe. Could be
1: like eighteen year old like young teens. Like, who's, like, it's, soldiers and just coming in. I don't and think it's that. Not really thinking through. Uh,
0: I know, I'm just, I think it'll be hard, Well, like You're out here giving, you're out here just handing cakes out to the invaders? I highly doubt it. I don't know. It's possible, but I, I would have thought it would have been more, like, set up. That, oh, they're going to come through this region, and we're going to leave yeah. all this stuff out, and it's going to be contaminated, yeah. poisoned.
1: Yeah, that's and most likely the case. But, you know. I, uh, yeah. Um, That's really unfortunate. The alcohol poisoning,
0: well it's, it's, well, it's obviously a bad way to go. I don't, but hey, man, people, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Will. Like I said, when, when you go into a place, if people don't want you there, they'll find all types of way to let you know. Mm-hmm. All types of ways, whatever to survive. There's plenty of historical evidence that this goes on. It's one thing to go in and start bombing places, shooting people, things like this. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to occupy a place to stay and pin people down and and have them want to be there. And there's evidence of this from all all types of history Mm -hmm. where this has been a very difficult thing to do. And there's all types of damage that can come from it. Yeah. Watch this crazy Tesla Model 3 road rage attack. And chase the Tesla was attacked by pickup truck drivers who threw things at the car. What is all these uh, sparks coming out of the back of this truck? Good lord! Don't need the audio. You're just gonna break it down for us. Um. Yeah, there was apparent,
1: uh, I guess, beef with this uh, these two pickup trucks and this Tesla. Um, the Tesla kind of just sped away and realizing that these two trucks were um, kind of following them mm-hmm. and uh, they were throwing rocks they're throwing drinks at them why? We don't know yet the okay. altercation like is still unknown but uh, the Tesla managed to grab the footage and like record it and have all this, footage of these cars just chasing him. So like he I guess the Tesla driver decided to just go into um like a little intersection and he gets trapped there but he manages to, to escape. It's like <laughs> very crazy. It's all this stuff happening.
0: High speed chase like through an apartment complex or whatever this is. Like there, a plaza. Or a hotel.
1: Yeah. And uh
0: he got the performance version look at him he's flying
1: he tries to speed away but um, apparently like he doesn't want a ticket or anything he also called the cops right but repeatedly the cops said that is this like um like a really bad situation if it's not then we're just gonna totally ignore it but this guy is clearly in a bad situation but the 911 operator kept on saying that it wasn't
0: I saw somebody just mention that he should just drive to a police station.
1: That's what he did afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: But what if he just goes straight there right now? He he just hops on the nav, types police station real quick. He could have, yeah.
1: These people I guess in this panic, um yeah. he decided to like maybe outrun. Hmm. Um but he did um unsuccessfully. Right. And this whole chase, 20 minute long 20 high minutes, speed yeah. pursuit
0: in and out of parking lots. He realized they weren't going to stop and he wasn't going to get any help from police. What a, what a crazy uh, experience. Mm-hmm. Something must have happened. I mean, these guys Something. just, just we don't flip know. out for no reason. Oh, here. Is this where the sparks happen? Oh, was that a yeah. bottle? It was like a... Soda. A can of soda? Yeah. And it shattered the window.
1: No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, that was just liquid? It was just liquid. Just the light of it kind of uh hmm. Yeah, it's a very scary situation. But uh luckily the Tesla and its many cameras are able to capture
0: Capture all of it. Okay, so like see this guy throws he throws the drink and then what and then he's happy with that? That's good enough for him.
1: hmm oh, Weird. And then he finally loses the tail, and then uh, he just drives through the police yeah, that, station. I mean, listen, that,
0: that's something that everybody needs to know, that all the would-be Tesla harassers need to know that the thing's recording yeah. 360 at all times. <laughs> so it's, At all times, right? It's definitely like, capturing you.
1: We've got footage of people keying cars, like Teslas, right?
0: Yeah, it's a sentry mode, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So... Just got to be careful out there.
0: I guess so. Yeah. He drove to the police station and tried to show them a Tesla cam video, but they reportedly refused to watch it or help him. Fortunately, he was able to file a police report and show other officers the video at a later date. The officers came to his house and watched the video. However, he says they still haven't gotten back to him about the incident. Hmm. Well, I don't even know uh, what the charge is in that po- at that point. I guess reckless driving or something, the way those people were driving, but who
1: knows? Who knows? Did you manage to see this footage? I did not. You haven't? No. Oh, this was a couple days ago. Um,
0: On April Fool's Day. Flying through Giga Berlin Mm -hmm. with drones, and it's very cool. The trouble with April Fool's Day is that even when regular stuff happens on that day, you're skeptical of it. Like, this is probably... This is not CG, obviously. (laughs) No, I know. There's nothing... There's no April (laughs) Fool's about it, but you're skeptical of everything. Oh, this is cool. I like these these indoor shots. It's kind of like
1: Apple's, you know... Their conferences. That's this is that mi- this is
0: that mini drone that he was dancing in front of. Yeah, yeah. Wow, nice precision with the flying coming through the. That's risky. Oh yeah, that's risky. Very stuff. cool. There's uh, so many places to get pinched. Mm-hmm. This is, and and the thing is, never mind the drone. You screw up the drone, but you screw up one of these big mm-hmm. automated. Yeah,
1: and there's m- cool music and stuff. I don't want to play it. But making cars is just unbelievable. Yeah, you get to see the whole, pretty much the
0: whole thing. The scale of these buildings. There's like what is that, molten something or other, and and so and so automated. So many little robots, all types of personality in here. Uh huh. Like we haven't seen how many people we've been through this whole thing. How many people have we seen at this point? Yeah, they're just kind of managing the machines, as you
1: can see. Like there's many arms. Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously. Yeah, look at this. This is really cool. This is the best part so far. What is this? Welding? That pilot's just flying through all these cars. Let's go. That's being constructed.
0: Sick. Oh, here we go. Okay, so now that we're onto the further assembly steps, you start to see people showing up for probably interior stuff.
1: Uh, Is this one going to get painted? Oh,
0: I like this. This is going to be nice. It's like, what is this, some sort of wash that happens first? Maybe. We got more people here in the paint shop. Definitely a lot more people. So they're going to be rolling out those new colors now. Uh Probably you get one of these exotic colors. It might come from the Berlin factory or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are just such enormous facilities. that They're Mm -hmm. like little cities. Because these, uh, I mean, they try to make it as efficient as possible and state-of-the-art stuff over here
1: and from start to finish you get to see
0: that final how the cars roll out that final portion is cool they only make black ones there or what's going on are the first bunch all black that that little final tunnel is pretty cool they, they make mm-hmm. their,
1: their every car goes through that
0: their last journey and that's where he was dancing was that that tunnel yes. and yeah. people said the drone footage of that was pretty good as well but yeah, because so so it must be a really small drone, but yet it was very capable and very stable and with good video quality. So I'm quite curious about which drone was used. Does it tell us? No, it no. doesn't even. They keep it a secret. Tesla makes the best commercials without making car commercials. Yeah, uh, that's what people want to see. That's uh, very intriguing stuff. 64,000 thumbs up, only 358 thumbs down, 1.2 million views. On April Fool's, that's the only problematic part. It's posted on April Fool's, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: I uh, I like this video, Will. You found cool. a video that I like.
1: Yeah, very cool.
0: YouTube is launching five new features for live streams. Get out of here. Is that what we're doing? Are we? Is this a live stream? Is that what you would call this? I think so. YouTube is enhancing live streams for viewers and creators with the launch of five new features. Well, the people, they need to know about this, Will. Absolutely. What are they? Go live together. Oh, my God. Are we having uh, audience members come on the show? Maybe. Ask questions. Live rings. We talked about that in the past. So this is an easier way of telling when a channel that you watch is live at any given moment. Like this one right now. I don't know. Maybe you even see these live rings right now. Cross-channel live redirects, uninterrupted split-screen viewing, and live Q&A. Cool. You know, they've been investing in live stuff. They went after the gamers. Uh, Okay, so this go live together is collaborative live streaming for mobile devices. So you would just pop on uh, with your smartphone. Mm -hmm. And then somebody else who you wanted to stream with would do the same. And then all of a sudden you're cooking or you're doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. In your collaborative live stream. It's split screen. uh, And it's split up and down. So someone gets the bottom and someone gets the top. And then, uh, well, in this example, there's a thousand people watching. So you could do your, you could do these mini little collabs. Yeah. Or like a Q&A or something. Or a Q&A. Well, the Q&A feature seems to bring audience members in. Yeah. So that's even more uh, dynamic uh-huh. than just a one-to-one collab. The uh, live rings help viewers identify when a channel is live by adding a ring around the channel's profile picture. So that's what it would look like. You can let me know if this is what you see when our uh, show happens to be live. But I think that's a nice enhancement. Something something a little bit different. Cross-channel live redirects. Uh, With the launch of this, creators with at least 1,000 subscribers and no active community guidelines will be able to direct their viewers to a live stream or premiere hosted on a different channel. The the channel being redirected to can add channels they want to allow redirects to them from. So this is a way of like promoting a live stream. Mm. Split screen viewing on mobile... Uh, YouTube is working on offering an uninterrupted view of a live stream by taking a split screen approach with two different viewing experiences for mobile devices in the lean in video and live chat experience the live chat engagement panel will sit to the right of the screen replacing the live chat overlay from the classic view the lean back or collapse live chat experience allows for the viewer to be full screen when watching in landscape mode so do you think
1: it might be like uh, like if we're doing like an Apple event Mm. you know there'd be a live stream of Apple event and then us talking about the Apple event. Is that how it's going to work? I think
0: they're just talking about chat here. Oh, okay. Um, If you choose the lean back experience, it will show a teaser of key moments in the chat to make sure the viewer doesn't miss anything, but it won't be so predominantly placed. Oh, Like if you do a split screen, if you really care to monitor the chat. And then another upcoming feature is live Q and a, and viewers will be able to submit questions during a live stream based on a creator's question prompt. Questions answered by the creator will be temporarily pinned to the top of the live chat, encouraging other viewers to submit their own. That might be easier to do, Mm -hmm. like for you to do it. Yeah. While we're live streaming, it seems like it's more of a chat-specific thing. But either way, um, investing in the live format, we don't Mm -hmm. mind. We don't mind. Dyson launches Zone air-purifying Bluetooth headphones. Oh, this was a, this was an April Fool's. Oh, was this an April it Fool's? It must have been. Absolutely.
1: I thought it was real.
0: N- no chance. Get out of here. Hold Company's on. first wearable delivers personal pocket of filtered air and cancels unwanted noise. I don't know. It was posted March 30th.
1: Mm. I thought it was for real.
0: Maybe it's for real. I don't know. I thought it was April Fool's when I saw it five days ago. This is the problem. You're going to have to type... Okay, maybe you're right. <laughs> what? <laughs> but they put a press release on their website. But they, yeah, it's like they kept it up.
1: It's not right. like um, an April Fool's thing and then they just take it down.
0: Uh, scroll down further. You're right. There is no real update. But did they even... There's s- a lot of words, so it looks legit. <laughs> yeah, I know. But do they say that you're going to be able to buy it? Um, the People in the chat say it's real. Not April Fool's. I don't know. I want to see this thing in send this to me send it to me and then i'll believe There's it's a lot of effort when i april physically fools, touch know. it well yeah but companies put a lot of effort in april fools now that's true. and that's the problem why you got to do it march 30th wait till april 2nd and then no one's worried maybe they forgot they dyson has announced memo. its first wearable product that builds the firm's air purification expertise into a set of bluetooth noise canceling headphones aimed at city dwellers wanting to avoid polluted air, quite unlike anything the company has made before. The Dyson Zone is sure to draw quizzical looks. It is a set of large plush headphones with a plastic mask-type contraption that connects from ear to ear across the wearer's mouth and looks like something from a sci-fi movie. Yes, definitely does. I mean, uh, the product that Razer made, I can't remember the name of it, Project Whatever. Mm-hmm was like the RGB mask it looked science fiction and they were actually making that this one looks even crazier it's like almost like a helmet and it almost Um,
1: looks like it glows but it doesn't I think it's just the lighting right
0: okay it's just a weird combination of of items too because it's like you got these giant head does everyone want to wear these giant headphones like uh I understand more and more people want to wear masks and things. And they're talking about pollution, though. They're not even talking about viruses or anything. The I guess it would be capable in that department as well. I just, I don't know, Well, I'm skeptical. They say, oh, go back. They say it'll last 4.5 hours at the zone's lowest purification rate or 90 minutes at maximum. Intended to only be used for short periods. They last up to 40 hours when used just as headphones. Fast! Imagine you're using just his headphones, he got this giant mouthpiece on it. Maybe it clips off.
1: Maybe. Hopefully.
0: Uh, set to go on sale autumn in the autumn. Well, that doesn't give me premium price to be expected between 500 and 1,000 British pounds. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You buy it? All right. All right. All right. All right. Whatever. I don't know. What Let's can I say? see how it goes. What can I say? Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Let's see how she goes. I stayed in a luxury 3D-printed home in Austin, Texas, and I'm now convinced that the tech is the future of home construction. Well, that looks like a pretty yeah 3D-printed house. We've seen some that were a little uglier. This one looks really nice. So now,
1: like, I can have, like, a better picture of how the house would look like, like a modern house.
0: Mm. And
1: uh, it's not fully print uh, 3D-printed. Right. It's just
0: sections of it. It looks like it has some... Uh, There's a lot of wood. Yeah, like some more traditional building materials combined with 3D Mm -hmm. printed materials.
1: So this is in Texas. And you can kind of see that uh, the wall material kind of looks like an accent to like a design. It's not like completely flat. But also there's like a lot of wood that helps with the design as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So it doesn't look as ugly.
0: Yeah, you see, like, the layers, and I've seen time-lapse videos of how these things are actually printed, and it's, like, a concrete-looking material that's kind of layered in one um, one sheet at a time. There's, like, maybe it's, like, an inch thick, and then then mm-hmm. the next one is layered on and on and on.
1: And what you get is, like, this textured look. Which, which um, I like. They added, like, a little pattern to it that looks like, um, like a folded curtain kind of look. Mm-hmm which is very subtle um but yeah I would imagine this would be done the right way in terms of 3D printed houses where like it's not completely 3D printed there's other properties and other material that's used to construct the house Mm -hmm. with glass and wood and a little bit of I guess uh molded cement in some form and metal um and uh yeah, I mean, it looks really And, nice. of course,
0: the benefit here is speed. They say that the main portion of this house was actually printed in just eight days. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. But then they had to spend five months finishing the rest of the home. <laughs> Window installations, wiring, and plumbing. Well, yeah, that I mean, needs to be That's still quicker. not that long, really. Uh, when the home was completed, Icon invited me to spend a night in the new three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bathroom build. Well, I don't know what you're really going to discover spending a night in there, but I, you're going to just be like, yeah, it's cool. It's good.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Maybe uh, know more about like the
0: temperature. Mm. If it can hold. Heat. Well, it's concrete. It's going to be an amazing from that standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Concrete's uh, robust stuff. I love the, I think the design came out pretty cool. With yeah. that like overhang there. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, so it's not it's not a huge place. No, I think it's like two thousand square foot. Two two thousand. So it's yeah, okay. Oh. Many three uh, D printing enthusiasts view the tech as a path towards alleviating housing shortages and improving affordability. We'll see about that. What do they want? What do they want me to pay for that one? That looks expensive. Will. I don't don't know know. if it's on sale. I don't think you can live in it. I don't think it's affordable, man. I doubt it. It looks too nice. Look at, they got all the little modern accessories. You can pay some money for that. They got a cactus. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, I haven't actually seen. It's kind of got a Star Wars thing to it. Go back up to the table there in the round. It's kind of got a Star Wars. It's got a Tatooine. It's got a Tatooine. Like the desert. It's got a Tatooine as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, maybe in the future we'll do one of these, Well, Yeah. A little 3D printed building. The next headquarters. Mm-hmm. Watch the first Halo episode for free on YouTube. You don't need Paramount Plus for this episode. They're going to give the first one away for free, get you hooked. A taster. They're going to give you a little sample, get you hooked, and then all of a sudden you're subscribed to Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Never mind uh, how many subscriptions you got. Yeah, we can start Uh, off with this. You're big on this. You brought this topic up multiple times. Did I? You're big on this. I mean, not this specifically, but you're big on this Halo live action series.
1: I would like to see more game adaptations in the TV series Mm -hmm. or a movie. Mm -hmm. Like the God of Wars, Mm. Last of Us. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's it. As long as you're in the U.S., you can access the first episode of Halo on YouTube. The Halo show is nothing like the games, and Verge video games reporter Ash Parrish, a self-confessed Halo lore hobbyist, says it offers a far more compelling look at the Master Chief than anything the games have done so far. See, the video is unavailable because you're in Canada. Mm -hmm. However, get your little VPN going. This episode is sponsored by... Uh, but, yeah, you get your VPN going. You got no problem watching that. You're a big Halo guy. Would I was I was, I was, a Halo guy, but I'm the opposite of you. You don't want this. I said, leave my video games alone. Stop okay. adapting. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I just, can you imagine I'm getting Paramount Plus? Like, it's crazy. Um, Am I getting Paramount Plus? A 30-day membership? Well, if you want to watch the second episode. I know, but... Uh, Okay, I'll maybe I'll watch I'll give the I'll give, give it, it a, a shot. I'll give it a crack on the free episode on YouTube. Uh-huh. And then I'll let you know what's going on. Yeah. Actually, you should watch it. You got to watch it, okay? Yes. Report back to us what's really going okay, on. Okay, I'll watch it. You watch it.
1: Um Yeah, this is the last story. I don't know if you want to just uh, read this. I That's just all it means.
0: Okay, so it's a it's an image of a Samsung washer. By the looks of it, or dryer.
1: I think it's a washer.
0: A washer, okay. Yeah. I just went to buy a Samsung washer and dryer from a guy, and he was asking five hundred. It's a Facebook post, by the way. I told him I just had a kid, and if he could take four hundred, I'd be really grateful. I got home, hooked everything up, and everything worked great. I opened up the dryer to check the lint filter, and I was shocked. My four hundred was sitting in there. I got a message from him saying, "Check the dryer." A gift for the new baby. Words can't describe how grateful I am right now. I feel so blessed. I felt I had to share. Big shout out to David. Thank you so much. 34,000 wonderful reactions on this Facebook post. This is a feel good uh, moment here.
1: If it's real, then it's, yeah, it's feel good. Because you always,
0: you're always you always skeptical. <laughs> Who, me? And so am I. <laughs> me or you? Or, or, or the internet in general? No, yeah. If, yeah, definitely. I mean, we could put if it's real in front of everything we ever talk about. Sure. We'd just be like, if it's real, it's great. But... Um, it's a nice little story. So basically, the way it breaks down, he... The guy was... Uh, you know in the market for a thing in the seller rather than make the 400 bucks he's selling it anyway he says you know what i am going to just give these i'm just basically just going to give these to this guy because he had a new baby i'm just feeling Uh like i don't even need the 400 right now Mm -hmm. and so i'm going to message him to check the dryer he gets the 400 he gets the new washer
1: yeah it's a nice
0: little one so you're happy about that well i am I'm really happy. I mean you 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 really you really Shout um, out to um, David. imagining one day where you get a washer and yeah. $400. That would be the dream. Just magically in there and you're like, "Whoa, it is It is cool how you can be caught off guard. Like uh-huh. cuz that's part of it too. I mean, the 400 bucks is nice, but it also can just like sort of shift your perception rapidly where you're just going about your business and then somebody does something nice for you that's unusual and you're like damn he didn't have to do that yeah like that guy didn't know he was gonna that this guy was gonna post it on facebook or whatever else mm-hmm. and so you have these kind of like jolts these these nice little jolts that you can do for people and they say you know what that's pretty cool man yeah you're perked up it might you know you might find yourself perked <laughs> yeah it's quite possible oh thank you everybody no. thank you very much for joining us on a monday uh, I want you all to have a fantastic remainder of your Monday. Uh, don't uh, don't avoid the Monday. You lean into the Monday. Embrace it. You embrace the Monday, and you see what happens. You see where that goes. Only good things can happen. Yeah, it's uh, the beginning of the week. We got a lot more to go. A lot more to talk about. Who knows? Somebody might slap somebody this week. Oh yeah, someone will. <laughs> Who knows? we'll be here if that happens we'll be here yeah you know where to find it yeah thanks guys